Welcome back to the Twilight Terrors. We're your hosts, Julia. And Lakin. And in this episode, we wanted to focus on two kind of two cases in one, but they're both related to hazing. And as college students, we think um, we need to bring awareness to hazing. So, as always, we wanted to do a disclaimer about our cases. So, in this case, we are doing um, Ohio University's hazing death of Colin Wyatt and also from Washington State University, Luke Morgan Tyler. So with the second case of Luke Morgan Tyler, there has not been a lot of information released yet. So we're just going to talk about what we know and as information gets released and the investigation continues, we'll keep you updated. So the first case that we're going to dive into is the Ohio University hazing death of Colin Wyant. Um, as a student at Ohio University, like I've heard about this case a lot, um, and it's it's a pretty significant case, and we'll kind of get into that, like the why of that later. But um, Colin was an 18-year-old freshman student at Ohio University, and um, he, he, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, yeah, he was started his freshman year he was only there for like two months before he died which is Mm -hmm. really sad um according to a wrongful death suit filed by his family in february against the fraternity like and there were 10 individuals um involved and i also read somewhere really quickly that they said his family said in the past three months of him being there they didn't even recognize him as a person anymore so that's also very sad yeah Um, he died inside of the Sigma Pi Epsilon house in November of 2018 and two OU students, Dominic Figliola and Colin McLaughlin, both 21 years old, pleaded guilty for their involvement in the hazing death of the 18 year old. And Figliola pleaded guilty to hazing, which is a fourth degree misdemeanor. Which is insane. It's literally, it's insane. And McLaughlin pleaded guilty to two counts of possession of LSD, a fifth-degree felony. The fact that possession of LSD is a felony and the actual hazing is a misdemeanor? And cause of death is a misdemeanor. A fourth-degree misdemeanor. It's so backwards. (laughs) I don't know. Um, It's crazy. A third person, Zachary Herkvitz, 22, also appeared in court and pleaded guilty to permitting drug abuse, which is a fifth-degree felony. So, again, yeah, it's just... He was convicted of hazing, you know, a fourth-degree misdemeanor once again, <laughs> and had to complete a one-year of non-reporting probation and pay a fine of $250. The fact that his probation was non-reporting, too? Yeah. Like... <laughs> I mean, no. And then it's it says cool. here, like, neither were hit with jail time. They will instead have to successfully complete the prosecutor's office of Athens County Empowerment Program. Why are they in what an empowerment program? Yeah, I don't yeah. even know. What even is that? Um, I couldn't even imagine being his family in this situation because your kid, like, your son literally It's so died. much injustice. And, no, they get no justice. And these people literally get pay a fine of 250 dollars yeah like that's not right i also want to note that figliola was also ordered to complete a year of probation and it doesn't say that his probation was non-reporting so he may have had a different type of probation but i just wanted to um throw that in there as well so 
The teenager died inside of the Sigma Epsilon Pi Annex house in Athens, Ohio, where he was allegedly beaten with a belt, pelted with eggs, deprived of sleep, and forced to take drugs and drink a gallon of alcohol in just an hour, the lawsuit alleged. Could you imagine? My gosh. I could not even fathom that. I mean, not only is that just hazing, that's full-on abuse. Like, being beaten with a belt. Yeah. Deprived of sleep. Forced to take drugs and drink a gallon of alcohol. In an hour? Like, that's scary. It's very scary. Um, Seven other people were also arrested in his death and indicted on a range of charges, including involuntary manslaughter, reckless homicide, trafficking, and then tampering with evidence. Which is interesting. That's very interesting. And I, I mean, I'm just going to, like, I heard all of the fraternity brothers went against him after the fact, did not want to speak with police about this, said that, oh, no, we were not hazing at all. No one caused this. He caused it by his own actions. A lot of support to your brother. Oh, exactly. I'm like, they were out there to save themselves, and they just didn't want their little frat life to absolutely absolutely and it seemed like this was more of an inconvenience to them than like a tragedy in my opinion agree and that's my personal opinion but agree it's just so the frat members then called the sigma pi epsilon president elijah recording collins state before alerting authorities which is such a red flag wire if you see he's on the ground and unresponsive why are you calling the president of your fraternity? You should be calling police and EMS, like, immediately. But that's not even the worst part. After, so when they called the president Elijah, he said to call the authorities. But when that call ended, they waited another nine minutes until that phone call, or after that phone call ended in, to call. So that is if someone's insane. unresponsive, like, he could have had chance of some type of brain function or anything, but when you're down, you're getting no oxygen to your brain and you don't call for another nine minutes. It's just, it's, that it's so sad. It is absolutely insane. And so I think, um, I mean, we kind of prefaced this. There was other people around him and they said that he didn't look good. So Joshua brought the Whippet canister for Colin to inhale and um like his face immediately drained he began to make noises and fell backwards and then was unresponsive mm. and then of course that's when they were like oh should we call 911 and then called their president yeah. and he told them and when and paramedics arrived it. it was too late like they on the scene they were like there's nothing we can do um that's so sad. And so, like, this is kind of some background into that same um, fraternity. So, Sigma Pi pledges were beaten with belts, punched, and forced to play tackle football. And then um, one of the pledges said this resulted in significant head injuries and trauma. So, obviously, there was some other stuff going around. Like, there was obviously some other hazing that obviously didn't end as badly for other people. But still, they were getting put through it's the ringer as well. very traumatic and it still isn't it's not right like it's a horrible thing to do yeah and I also like link back to them like I mean and we don't know apparently there was tampering with evidence I don't think it was released who was tampering with evidence or at least I haven't seen yeah I haven't seen that either but I 
do recall them saying to their authorities, like, no, it was just boys being boys. We were just having fun and drinking and playing football. Like, no, (laughs) no. (laughs) Yeah, it's just, it's just so sad. I mean, hazing is, hazing is just a whole other thing because, like, when you look at an ordinary murder trial, you see people getting a minimum of, like, I mean, hopefully a minimum of, like, 20 years you know, like 20, 25 years to life, or even some people face the death penalty when hazing, it's it's like, like I talked to you earlier and we were like discussing the case, like it almost seems like there's a loophole for hazing deaths. Like these kids are let off with no jail time for someone, they killed someone. And why hasn't this been, why is it still a misdemeanor? I don't know. Like, why has this not been changed? I'm so confused. We've had way too many, especially young people, die of hazing and yeah. like killed of hazing, and we haven't done anything. And also, our um, governor Mike Dewine, when this happened, he came out and said we need to do, we need to do more about this. And yet, like like our governor is aware, but why is there still nothing being done about it? Yeah, it's and that's not even all of it. They. So, like, the pledges were also forced to consume alcohol and clean off-campus bars where the Sigma Pi members worked. So, literally, they were having their pledges do their work for them, which is messed up. And then Wyatt told his brother and former girlfriend that they made him use cocaine. So, they were forcing drug use Um, on them. And not just, like, any drug. Yeah, serious drugs. Yeah. So, this case led to a new law in Ohio called the Collins Law, which any Ohio resident, like you've probably heard of this law. Um, Collins law requires that any administrator, employee, faculty member, teacher, consultant, alumni, or volunteer of any organization to immediately report hazing to a law enforcement agency in the county in which the victim of hazing resides or in which the hazing is occurred or has occurred. So. Which, I mean, it's so sad that it like always takes a tragedy for a new law to come out and I am glad that there is more awareness coming out about hazing and I also know like I feel once again I continue like his family's going through so much and I pray for them and that they consistently have to see new hazing cases like come about and so nothing's being done but they fought so hard for this to become a law and it's still not even where it needs to be, but no. at least I guess we're at a start. It's like when I what we were. When I read that law, it's like shouldn't that have been in place years and years and years ago? Like why wouldn't we have to report it? Right. And then once again, why is it still a misdemeanor? How and that's the thing. That's what should have been. That's what should have been a part of that law. Is this immediately should have been turned into a felony, not just like in the fifth degree. This seems to be like third degree no. and higher. Exactly. Because like, it's, you should not be getting let off with a misdemeanor for the death of someone. It just, someone. it's they absurd. They were all around. And then, like, I know that an investigation happened, but what happened during the nine minutes between the phone call that ended yeah. with your president compared to then calling the right. authorities? Why, why the, was the turnaround time so long? ASAP. Mm-hmm. Like, I would hope that my friends or the people that I was trying to be around right for your like would care about your like my health and well-being and call the authority right, like even if it he does had been, get you in trouble he had been going through that process to become brothers and friends with these people and they're the ones who let him down 
Yeah. It's like you're supposed to trust these people. You're joining this organization to make these friendships and have these new relationships with these men. And that's how that's what you get. It's just discouraging and it's sad to see, especially like at my university. It's just it that's what makes it, it that much any hazing yeah. case is sad, but like when you see it happening like close to home, it's just it just yeah, makes it that more, much worse. Yeah. No. But it is. It just is horrible because I mean it's one of those things where it can happen anywhere to anyone. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you think things that are like, No, that's so far away, it doesn't happen. No, it it does. Yeah. And I think, like, it just is sad, and I think that's why we wanted to address it, Mm -hmm. because we are both college students, and, yeah, like, it's a serious thing. Yep. So, um, the other case that we wanted to talk about has, like, just come out this month. Um, It's in regards to Luke Morgan Tyler. So, he was a WSU student, and he was found dead in his dorm room earlier this month. So, at first, when I heard this, like, my first thought was oh, WSU, that's Pullman, like, that's, that's where Brian Koberger went to school, like, immediately my mind ran there, and then when I found out that it's (laughs) suspected hazing, I was like, oh, and it just, it's just another case where I'm like, how is this continuing to happen? It's, it's just, it's unexcusable. It is, it's completely unexcusable. Yeah, so, the suspected cause of death is, again, hazing, but this has not been confirmed. I want to reiterate that. There's no official reports that his cause of death was ruled from, you know, like, I don't know what his alcohol consumption, like, levels, I don't know what his blood levels were at, nothing. Um, and they said that it'll be potentially up to weeks until the coroner's report will come out on with more details. But... Um, that's just kind of what is suspected because he was a pledge of the Theta Chi fraternity at WSU. So, um, yeah, the, as like evidence comes out, maybe we'll be able to make this a whole episode if we yeah. can like learn more about the investigation. But once again, there, it's not confirmed hazing. He, however, he was a member of the Theta Chi frat yeah. and like, we don't know. Yeah. We don't exactly um, know. Police found no evidence of foul play at the scene, so that's another reason why I think that there has been speculation as to this could be hazing-related just because, you know, they don't think it was murder. They don't think it was suicide. It was just it, probably there was other factors that they had noticed that had led them to that exactly. conclusion. But And I did read his friends. They actually made a GoFundMe for him, but mm-hmm. they were saying that these people need to be in- investigated yep. and they truly believe that it was a hazing incident and his friends seem to have been close to him and I I don't know so I just like I think well we do a WSU spokesman also said that information that led to Tyler's death is still being gathered and that's I mean that's pretty much all they know at this point really until because there was no evidence at the scene like a murder case it's and he wasn't found in the frat house or anything like that. There's really not that much to go off of until that coroner's report comes back. So it's no, kind of just a no waiting game. There was alcohol, drugs. Yeah. Like once again, there's no foul play, so there ha- there's a, there's an external factor. Yeah, for sure. That we we don't know about. And from like from what I read too, it seemed like all of his friends were like he was such a light. He was very outgoing. So like you wouldn't that wouldn't lead you to believe that this could be caused from like 
suicide or anything like that. Like he didn't really, not to say that, you know, all suicide cases people are showing signs of before, but it doesn't seem like that would be the cause of his death particularly. And I mean, I also think for everything not to be confirmed yet, if it was suicide, we would have gotten information quicker and right. the labs also would have confirmed that or other things in the room would have confirmed that. Agreed. And since there was um, like nothing in the room of that sort and like certain drugs, because if you're going to OD, like this, it's more uh, like a, of a purposeful OD versus an accidental. Yeah. I mean, I think the autopsy is what we need but I also for them not to come out and say that and do all those tests and stuff up front I think also just goes to show you it's not suicide by any means and his friends and family I think also would have come out and yeah I think I know the investigation's ongoing and I'm sure they'll keep it quiet until that autopsy report does come out I don't think they're going to want to put any details out there until anything is confirmed so um, like Lakin said, especially with who they're investigating, yeah. like they want to make sure that they can get all yeah. of the facts and information about it. And like Lakin said, um, when we know more details, um, we can do a follow up, you know, even mini episode on what's going on with this and kind of the actual, once the whole picture comes together, we can kind of tell you guys what happened with that. Yeah. But I think we just wanted to tie these two cases together just because like, I feel like no one talks about hazing that much until another case comes out and then people are like why is this still happening yeah so we just wanted to bring more awareness to it i agree like we i think it's so important to bring awareness to it and just be careful and clearly i mean it's a horrible act it's unexcusable also know who your true friends are yeah and who will be there for you in the long run because that is so important i feel like especially in these cases like the first one he he wanted to be in this like fraternity he thought these were his brothers and then in the end they turned on him completely after his death and was saying horrible things about him Mm -hmm. and that he made like he always makes bad choices and he's like you know just certain things like that and i want to reiterate I want to reiterate too, like I've had friends who have rushed fraternities on campus and it's very secretive. Like they are not allowed to tell you anything. I'm like, oh, like, so are you like officially a pledge? And they're like, I can't say. And it's, it's like, you know, they'll kind of be like, haha, like incinerating, like, you know, kind of insinuating that like, yes, I am, but like, I can't really say what's going on. I can't tell you if I'm going to an event or not. Like, it's all very, like, they, yeah, like, they're instructed really not to say anything, and I don't know if that's the case for every single fraternity at every campus, but it seems like things are very secretive, and if you notice, if you notice that something's off, and that you have a friend who's going through this, and something really seems off, and they seem like they're struggling, like, you, like, speak up, and don't be afraid to report things. You're not going to get in trouble for reporting something, even if you just suspect it. Yeah, even if you just suspect it, like, it could potentially save a life because odds are there probably is something going on behind the scenes. Exactly. And I think that's what's most important. Like, what's more important, you being in a frat for four years or you saving someone's life? Yeah, for sure. So, 
I think that's really all that we kind of had on these cases. And obviously, these aren't the only two cases of hazing. There's sadly so many cases that have come out. But um, I think these two just... One, I I go to OU, so I kind of knew about it. And two, this one is just new and we just wanted to touch on it so yeah yeah and I think that's it so um we will be back with another episode either this weekend or early next week and we will talk to you guys soon